Buya. Hey, podcast listener, even if you are alone in your entrepreneurial pursuit, know that today, right now in your earbuds, you are joined by thousands of entrepreneurs all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are. If you want to know more about this program or this podcast or want to get barraged by a lot of annoying pop-ups, check out our website, lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. This is what we call a good skewering. Go for it, my friend. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Lifestyle Business Podcast, where we believe running a profitable business is the best way to create freedom and opportunity for those of you that have friends and family around you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call outsourcing. Fantastic. Today, I'm joined by my captain, my co-host, the fine announcer of this program at the top of the show. Here in Roma, we call him the Biznasius Maximus. Welcome to... The show, the emperor of our fine organization, I'd say. If you guys stick around to the end of the show, we'll share with you how we'd start our product company if we had to start all over today. So we're going to talk about product launch strategies. So you can develop an idea in front of your audience and know that you're going to nail it at least 50% when you're when you're going to get off the ground. Post AdWords landing page strategies. That's right. So uh, we got one more week until DC Berlin. I couldn't be more excited. We've got a great roster of speakers. Maybe we'll talk more about that after the event happens. I mean, if you're in Berlin and you want to come to the event, just email me and uh, I think we can hook you up with a ticket. But Absolutely. All right. So we got some iTunes reviews. Hey, you remember that one star review we got last week? Oh, yeah. It was overturned. Apparently, you can change those things to become five star reviews. The question is, can you change five to one? I hope not. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you so much uh, for updating. Apparently, April Fool's isn't you know a worldwide trend, which is pretty obvious. I mean, I think we're not that funny. I think that's the, the bottom line. Bottom line. Also, Travis writes five stars that Dan and Ian present ideas with transparency and integrity. All right. So speaking of integrity, let's get on to the meat and potatoes of this week's episode or the grilled veal and penne or whatever. Delicious. Italian delight. You. I'll tell you what, man, I've been having a little bit too much pizza. I'm not looking like any of these statues around here. Everybody's like cut up. I'm just like, it's not, I'm not cut up at all. But they definitely... The only thing I'm cutting up is my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... <clears throat> Back in the day, here's the narrative um, to this. A few episodes ago, we said, look, if we were going to start this whole cat furniture company again, we wouldn't do this theory or this strategy that was put forward in the four-hour work week, which is you put up a product on a landing page and you run AdWords to it. This is a way that we started a lot of our companies is uh, we made a rendering because we do physical products. So we made a rendering of our product. Uh, We put up a landing page and then we uh, drove traffic to that page through AdWords. Yeah. And this is appealing because it's simple. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to take a lot of work on the surface. You can kind of you know, grab a photo from somewhere else and run it through Photoscape and, and then see how people behave. Now, I don't want to say that this is a bad strategy. This is something that I think you can use today as well, but we're going to supplement it with something that we think is more powerful. And we're going to call that the social feedback strategy. Um, and a lot of this is basically going to be leveraging, you know, the internet's changed a lot since 07 when we got started, when Tim Ferriss wrote the book in 05, mm-hmm. right? Um, now all, all of us are connected vis-a-vis our Facebook, our Google Plus. We're all, you know, in these forums together and the game's different. So we've got a lot more powerful tools at our disposal that we want to make sure we enter into our business strategy. And what we've seen is that businesses that leverage these marketing strategies are absolutely crushing it. Yeah, and they're more powerful. 
Right? Absolutely. Because when you have the AdWords landing page, it's not you're not really having a conversation with your customers, right? You're finding your customers through Google and then you're just sending them to your landing page and hoping that they convert, right? right. Uh, with the social strategy, we're actually talking about having conversations with our customers. So I equate it to this. We're in Rome right now, right? And we're walking down the street and a lot of times in touristy areas, especially in Asia too, there's the person outside of the yeah. restaurant, right? And they're trying to solicit your business. They're trying to get you in. Uh, I try to go to the restaurants that don't have anybody outside and have the restaurant packed because I figure what are they doing socially that's they figured out a way to not have to solicit business outside of their business right and their their real estate costs are half the price because they're in the back alley and they're leveraging that social element it's like the marketing flywheel whereas the high rent guy he just has to have the really baller menu out front that's like you know happy hour Right. Or whatever. So the guys in the alley, they're leveraging a bunch of different tools. They're probably leveraging TripAdvisor. They're leveraging Yelp. They're leveraging uh, word of mouth, a bunch of different tools. Sure. So one of the biggest objections before we get into the strategy, the social feedback strategy, is people say, you know what? My business doesn't have a social element. You know, and, and we've said this too because we're the guys who sell industrial products. But you know, one of the, the my favorite responses to this is something that uh, I heard from Seth Godin, which he says, look, you're an entrepreneur. You get to decide where you put up your teepee and where you open into business. And so what we're saying is this is incredibly powerful. Um, if, if, if you are starting a business or running a business that doesn't leverage this marketing strategy, that doesn't have a social element to it, that's your choice, right? And yeah. you, can, you can change your teepee. You can move out. We're nomadic people. We can go to a new business that has this powerful element to it. I mean, if you're running a meatball Sunday, require reading. If you're running a business that people don't want to talk about, people don't care about, you can jam it down people's throats all day long on AdWords. You can put yourself in the middle of the piazza. But if people don't want to share that with their friends, you're going to continue to have to buy top dollar real estate in order to get customers in your business. Right. So what you're saying is you don't have to participate. You know, just because you have a certain skill set, you've chosen to go uh, manufacture fountain pens. If there's not a social aspect to fountain pens, well, maybe it's time to pivot and do something else that has to do with uh you know, manufacturing uh, metal and, and ink. One sure. of the things that I want to bring up here is uh, is uh, Taylor. Taylor's doing a great job uh, over at our portable bar company. Right. Uh, the portable bars are traditionally not products. They're industrial products. They're not traditionally social products. But one of the things that we've started to do is it's called like um, – I can't remember what the code name is he's using for it, but it's like Reach Out Friday. So what we'll do is we'll write a blog post right. about a beverage company. We'll render out their beverage company on our bars. We'll tweet about it. Um, we'll do some other things online. And uh, that really creates a social element around something that wasn't necessarily social. Absolutely. And and so what we've seen after the four-hour work week, you know, you know, everybody said back in the day you can make a killing on AdSense. And then, you know, that kind of is, is getting harder. And, and the same thing with this AdWords landing page thing. Well, that's getting harder. And so you've seen uh, internet marketers taking strategies from the lean startup movement and apply them to IM and, and sort of get more agile. And so we're taking an iterative approach to starting these businesses rather than kind of the glass castle uh, approach to starting business. So what we've seen with the weaknesses of the landing page approach is that first off, it's not particularly as sticky as this as this is this uh, more social marketing. So who wants a static landing page when you can interact with an entrepreneur, when you can interact with the company that you're about to do business with? Um, the other thing is that it's expensive. Obviously, it's, it's getting more and more expensive, more and more competition. So yep. why play the same game that everybody else is playing? AdWords tends to work better for more established products. So if you are doing a really tight rip pivot and jam, 
maybe AdWords is going to make some sense. You know, we just actually got busted up the other day because we were doing some advertising under a trademarked name. We weren't using the name. We were advertising underneath the name. Right. And so that's a way that you could leverage AdWords to sort of, there's already momentum there on AdWords, right? But if you're going to try to develop a new concept, that's going to be harder on AdWords. Yeah, it's a lot harder because obviously people are people are searching for established products. And so that's why AdWords is, is a great method or a great way to sell your products. If you're trying to sell a new concept, you've a lot of times you've got to start a movement around it. Yeah, well, so two more things. That's, that's exactly it. So people are less likely to give more robust feedback. Of course, we love the feedback of buy or not buy. But, but the cool thing about the social feedback strategy is that you're getting all kinds of feedback. Like, you know, I would have bought it, but I just needed this. Or, uh, you know, I will buy this from you. And that's really what we're looking for. And then finally, I, I feel like this AdWords strategy kind of feeds the resistance a little bit. You know, because it's, re- it's like the video game thing rather than let's get on the horn. You know, let's meet up. How about you buy this thing from me? What do you need? What do you want? I'm delivering it to you because I'm in business. You know, I love the artistry stuff. I love the, uh, hey, let's find our passion stuff. But look, you want to travel the world for the rest of your life. If you want to have a a ton of spare time to sit around and read books and smoke cigars, you have to set, you have to be somebody who sells stuff to people. Right? You got to sell. Can I sell you on that idea? You can't. I bought it. (laughs) All right. Two important things before we get into this uh, social feedback strategy, and these are the pivot points. So from the AdWords landing page strategy in 4-Hour Workweek in 2005 to now, uh, present day, 2013, two pivot points. Number one, put a phone number on it, okay? Put your name on it. Put your name on it. Jay Moore. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my boy, Jay Moore. All right. (laughs) What is that? More stories, more stories. All right, put a phone number on it, right? We want to get on the horn. Um, back in the day, a little bit easier to video game the internet. Nowadays, we need higher friction. One of the things uh, about this, put your phone number on it. Uh, we've got probably 30 phone numbers that we're operating right now. And uh, our boy Dave Haas, who's running our um, AdWords, yeah. he does this. And um, I can't remember the name of the service. Uh, we'll have to get with Dave on this. But we've got a bunch of different phone numbers on a bunch of different landing pages and uh, different places on the internet where we list our products. And that way, oh, it's called Log My Calls, I think. Okay. Uh, that way, we can track where all these phone numbers are coming from. And then we know what's working. So in the past, it was really difficult to figure out, hey, I got a phone lead, but where did that phone lead come from? Log My Calls does that for you. All right. So I, I t- took a little note for the benefit of the users. You can check that out. Lifestyle Business Podcast episode, I think 151 nowadays. Finally, this concept of fourth dimensional copywriting, which I'm going to link to a podcast I did over at Tropical MBA. All the successful, quote, copywriting gurus, people that are doing this type of successful marketing, they're adding in this time element. That's really important. This isn't a one-off slam bam, thank you, ma'am. This isn't the guy, the, the expensive real estate on the piazza. This is come to the back alley, enter into our narrative, and then tell all your friends about it. And then they're gonna tell their friends, and then maybe we have a nice little ranking on TripAdvisor or whatever. But you know, that's what we're looking for. So the fourth dimension of copywriting is time. It's not length, width, and height of your sales page. It's okay, they came to your page the first time. What's the second reason you're gonna to talk to them? What's the third reason? What's the fourth reason? Those are the kinds of things that social feedback strategy fleshes out for you, okay? So landing, land, again, landing page is just one time. You click on an ad, come to the landing page, buy or not buy. Right. So we don't wanna do that too expensive. All right, social feedback strategy. Uh, we're gonna just walk you through how we might execute this and we'll give you some case studies. We'd love to hear yours, of course. Okay, so the whole social feedback strategy idea revolves around this idea of a narrative. 
right? You have to have a narrative if you want people to keep coming back. And that's what being a good marketer is about, having a story to talk about. That's exactly right. So you can't just tell a story with no context. So the first thing you need to do is find yourself some context. And you need to embed yourself into a community forum made up by your marketplace. So where are all the people hanging out that buy fountain pens? Where are all those guys hanging out at? Well, they're not hanging out in the piazza. You know, that's where all the tourists are hanging out. So you need to find the real, and again, this is um, this is a, sort of an idea from this book called Crossing the Chasm, but you want to go where the super fans in your market are. You don't want to be hanging out in the middle, the people who aren't, you know, come see, come saw, they don't really care. You want to find out where the real enthusiasts are hanging out because those are the people that are going to invest in your narrative. They have the time and energy to do so. And a lot of times these places don't exist, and that's with a lot of great things. You've got to kind of create these centers of gravity. So if you're, uh, if, if you're, uh, the center of your community doesn't exist, you have to create it. Sure. So in our case, you know, that could be things like Dynamite Circle. If you're interested in travel and internet marketing, it could be things like for our portable bar company, we're going to the trade show. And and not only while we're at the trade show, but we're also looking for who are those industry insiders and what are the forums that they hang out in? And we're identifying those things and we're figuring out ways to embed ourselves into those communities. Okay, point number two, provide indiscriminate value to that community. You want to cr- make yourself some sort of a leader. In that community, that's how you're going to get the most benefit. Like when people join the Dynamite Circle, I always say, "Look, don't go into the Dynamite Circle and start asking everybody questions. Right? Who wants to hang out with somebody like that? Oh, who's uh, who's Dan? He's the guy who's always asking everybody for advice. Well, that's no fun, right? Why not go in there, uh, identify one thing that you can. Everybody's got something, right? And give that to people. Right. You see people who are just crushing it uh, in these internet marketing forums. They're going in there and they're dropping value bombs. We even got a word for it." Value bombs. I think Brennan Tully was the innovator there. He was the <laughs> he was the guy who developed the value bombs. So start making those value bombs. Okay, now third step. You need to create the blog post, the manifesto. I hate that word. I don't hate manifesto. I hate what bloggers have done with manifesto. I think, you know, more maybe appropriate for political movements. But uh, whatever. If you want to do a manifesto, that's fine. A call to action, a landing page that has a giant whiffem. What is in it for your community? Not, this is my amazing product, love me. This is, I've been a part of your community. I've heard what you've said and I've delivered something. Here's something that I want you to take a look What's at. What's the next level? That's exactly right. And you can see we've done this. I mean, we're going to eat our own uh, liquor and ice cream cone here. But I did this with Tropical MBA. Go back and look at the very first blog post. I, I embedded myself in a community of lifestyle design bloggers. Okay. I started providing value to that community. I started interacting with people, meeting up with people, helping them with their businesses. Then one day I create a blog post that says, you know what? I've got an offer. I want to hire somebody at next to nothing. You know, so it was kind of like, it wasn't necessarily a business offer, but it was a, a hiring. Re- it was an offer, right? And that, that turned into more opportunities for us and for them. That's right. So then, so that's the next step. And, and if you have a product company, this is going to be when you write down the conception of your product. So in our product company, that would be like the jockey box page, for example. We have not yet produced a jockey box, correct? Uh, we are in production right now. Oh, actually. fantastic. Things are moving along, actually. You, you actually work for a living. That's wonderful to know. <laughs> but, you know, so we did the same thing over there at Portable Bar Company where we put up that conception. And we're going to these uh, forums. We're going to these meetups and saying, hey, by the way, we're doing jockey boxes, too. You know, here's the central place where you've got all the location for that. So this is like your central depot, your blog post, uh, where everything is going to lead back to. All right, finally, uh, or rather, next step 
would be your forum launch. So now that you've got it posted, I've got my Tropical MBA offer, I go out and I go to every forum. Where does everybody hang out? And I start contacting those people directly. I post about it in the forum in a way that's appropriate for that forum, in a way that has a whiffim attached to it, right? So again, I'm not saying, hey, um, you know, please help me with all this stuff. It's like, no, no, I definitely, this is plus one for all you guys because I got my ear to the ground on this stuff. Um, You're also going to do this with all of your related social sites nowadays. And this is why this becomes extremely powerful. So on Facebook, for example, you're going to want to understand that people on Facebook, they don't want to hear about business stuff. They want to hear about you. Right. So tell them the personal narrative on Facebook. Right. And Twitter, you got to have a good headline. They want to know about, uh, you know, it's all about headline. You got 140 characters. Right. And on LinkedIn, no one's even going to look at it because it's an irrelevant social network. <laughs> I don't know. I, I still can't even figure it out LinkedIn. Although I, I do enjoy LinkedIn for the ability to interact with people. I'm responding to email and stuff. This there. is probably a separate show, but we've started to target uh, groups of people on LinkedIn to sell products. But anyways, that's... Oh, ah, yeah. Let's yeah. definitely... Let's earmark that now. I definitely want to do that one. All right. So... This is this is kind of Pat Flynn. I think Pat Flynn said it first. Is like this be everywhere strategy. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of different avenues to get your message out online now, and I think that what you're trying to say here is like there's a lot of different kinds of groups of people. So your Facebook people aren't probably the same as your Twitter people aren't probably the same as your Google Plus people. Yeah, right? and don't go around there just like I see people doing this all the time. Like you could tell it's kind of a big deal for them, and they just go around and they just piss it out there in every single direction. And it's like. You know, it's not that hard to create a compelling offer for that audience. Show that you care. Yeah, and I mean, you can... It's gas in it, right? This is an old LBP contact. Give a shiznit. Gas it. When you're trying to market these products, you know, uh, look at these big companies, right? When they go to advertise in a magazine, they don't run the same kind of ad in every magazine. You know, if they're a watch company, they run... There's a car next to the watch in in the car magazine. There's a plane next to the watch in the plane magazine. Right. right? All right. So the next step is to make sure that your that landing page, that central depot, has high friction hooks. So what you're looking for is you're looking for phone. You're looking for webinar. You're looking for autoresponder. That's part of the reason why we're talking about autoresponder so much on the program is that it has that fourth dimension. It gives people a reason why Tropical MBA crash course. That's going to happen over the course of two weeks. A reason for us to continue to talk while you're very excited about, you know, a lot of people might come to TMBA and say, yes, I have a business, but I want it to be location independent and I want to move to Thailand. So I'm really excited. Well, let's get, let's, let's figure out a reason that we can talk over the next two weeks about this kind of stuff. So uh, contact form, email me, and of course, buy now. So we want to have make sure that we've got these high friction hooks. That's always been part of it. But here's the next part. Um, as you are doing the fourth dimension, don't be shy about buying options. Because again, we're not trying to find new friends here, right? We're trying to find people who are interested in buying the product. And sometimes right. you have to approach that from a bunch of different angles, right? right? So continue to put your wares in front of people in a way that has with him. And this is, again, all this strategy is going to force you I mean, you're going to have to be social, right? Nobody likes a guy who's like, uh, I still have a jockey box. I still have the jockey box. Hey, it's Dan here, and I'm back with the jockey box, except this time it's 15% off. No one wants that. Right. And that's fine because that's not how successful businesses – like it's like the guy on the piazza, and it's like you walk by the next day, and it's like happy hour, big red sign, 15% off. Next day, 20% off. No one cares, right. you know? And, and, that, and so it's this kind of putting your TP – on, on this style of business is going to force you to bake in something interesting about your business that people want to hear about. 
All right. Go-go dancers at the piazza, maybe. All right. So (laughs) finally, um, you know, okay, so you're not going to be shy about the buying options. And finally, look, there's the best part about this. The AdWords landing page, still do it. Yeah. Because that should be one of your social options. There are certain people who are out there, uh, in particular B2B people who are clicking on ads. They're looking for, I mean, I trust companies that run ads, right? Yeah. When I'm looking for a cardboard box supplier... I will click on that ad Absolutely. because I want to know that these people are advertising. Yeah, and they're invested in, in selling you the product. That's great. And also put it on Kickstarter. Here's the thing. If you if you do Kickstarter or any of these kinds of uh, crowdfunding things, you should be running through the social feedback strategy as well. Um, Kickstarter is basically a facilitator for this, but you want to do all this homework. If you're not embedding yourself in a form, if you're not indiscriminately providing value, I love this idea of indiscriminate value, right? It's like people that are really bad as employees, I sometimes wonder about their potential as entrepreneurs because they don't have the right attitude. Right. You know, they've got this idea like, oh, yeah, I'll work hard when it gives me freedom. Well, I think an entrepreneurial attitude is more like, you know what? I'm going to hang out with a group of people and I'm going to give them value. And if you're in a company, that's a group of people, you know, and if you can't figure out how to provide value there, it's like only once I have my own terms, only right. once coconut in hand right. will I. And then, I'll, then I'll act right. Exactly. And I just, I don't buy that. And that's why part of the reason I love this strategy is getting yourself embedded. And I mean, we've got countless examples of people who are successfully doing this in our community, launching six-figure businesses because they're willing to help people to be a leader in one small dimension. And uh, that's what it takes. So yeah, at the end of the day, run that AdWords campaign, run that Kickstarter, do all that icing but make sure you got the cake of the social feedback strategy in the middle. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's get moving on to just the tips. I got to give a hat tip to Jody Ettenberg from LegalNomads.com. Jody, uh, you know, I hung out with her a ton in Vietnam. She's one of the coolest people I've ever met. I love her blog, and she's always she's full of amazing tips. So you got to follow her on Twitter. She's always just she's like one of those people that you're like that. She's so useful. She knows so much <laughs> stuff. Anyway, one day she showed me how to use Camera Plus, which is a two dollar application on the iPhone, and it has cut down my Pro HDR usage by probably about 80%. Essentially what it does is it brings out those colors that every cool HDR picture, you get the, like those really bright, vibrant colors, yes. right? And that's what uh, this Camera Plus app does too. Go to episode 151 and I'm gonna do a split test. I'm gonna show you, uh, I took pictures of all these like sort of uh, cathedrals and landscapes and you know on a phone, it's just kind of bleh, but when you put it in Camera Plus, pops big time and plus you don't have to worry about this pro hdr stuff the only thing about camera plus i gotta say is it does take a little bit while to learn so sit down with it for five minutes you know let yourself learn it because the paybacks are really big um and it preserves all your original photos and there's this one button on there it's called the clarity button so for all you pro hdr users out there this clarity button is going to be the new worn out spot on your uh on your iphone and it's going to make your pictures Look great. Oh, man. Where can I get the clarity button from my life? That's what I need. <laughs> Not happening, bro. All right. Speaking uh, of uh, beautiful, beautiful things, uh, we got a, a song by The Strokes, you know, Ian. We're, the Strokes are like kind of like our Creedence Clearwater Revival. You yeah, know? buddy. And the new I Strokes pulled out my album. headphones today and I, like The Strokes were playing. I was embarrassed. I was like, no, man. Ian knows I'm still freaking chewing <laughs> on that same carrot, man. Yeah, but The Strokes got a new album. I know we screw this up a lot, but this is really a new album. The Strokes album. Check it out. I had to listen to it 10 times to really get into it, but now it's good. I love it. Uh, this song is you're, called Slow Animals. Face it, though. You're pre-committed to loving it. Yeah, to that. <laughs> hey, that's the social feedback strategy in action. We'll see you guys next Thursday morning. Ooh, yeah. Yeah.
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Don't be shy. We've got a mailing list. Check it out at lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. Go there, get yourself signed up, and we'll keep you up to date on everything we do, plus give you immediate access to episode 1 through 100 of the LBP. It is the cheapest way to fly to business class on your next international flight. We'll see you next Thursday morning.